Hey everyone, this is Anthony Grants, and I want to introduce you all to this podcast. It's called Superstar PR, and it's all about entertainment insider chats with Nikki, the founder of the PR agency, Nikki Inc. This podcast chats with some serious entertainers and media insiders, always choosing people who are making a difference in the entertainment world and who have cool stories to share. Happy listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Superstar PR. Um, I'm so excited about the guest I have today because she's so my kind of people. Um, I'm going to let her do an intro because you're so going to recognize her voice. Okay, well, uh, yes, you may have heard my voice. Uh, I'm a traffic reporter with 680 News on the morning show, uh, currently on maternity leave. But uh, so, yes, hopefully you recognize my voice. And yes, I'm Eva Fragis-Gatto's. Eva Fragiscatos, welcome to our podcast. How are you today? I'm great. I have some coffee, so I'm good. You? you cheers to that. You need it. <laughs> yes, I won't tell you that maybe I'm on my fifth. <laughs> That's okay already. <laughs> Eva, okay, let's talk about your career. You know, you've got a pretty cool, like, have you ever been in a helicopter staring at highways? That's actually the only thing I haven't done. Huh. We were... I was had the opportunity and um, we were all going to be able to go into the helicopter right kind of before COVID happened. Um, they, we were just waiting to all get scheduled in and it didn't happen. So I still haven't been up there. I also think I would get sick up there, but I would love to try it. I think it would be beautiful. What a great, a great gig to be up there every day. Yeah, you'd be like the coolest mom, um, you know, the mom who gets to tell, tell, talk about cars in a helicopter. I just simplified it from the perspective of a little yeah. kid. It'd be so yeah. cool. That's exactly what they think. Why is there always, why are you always talking cars in traffic? <laughs> That's all they heard uh, when I was working from home during COVID. So. You know why? Yeah, because COVID probably gave everybody a, a better insight into what you do, right? Including like your partner. For sure. For sure. It kind of, um, yeah, they got to see where we look at our cameras, what we do every day, how often um, we are on the air, how often we're reporting. Uh, yeah, I think they finally got like a good look at what goes on and, and how hectic it can get, right? It's, it's, it's traffic. It's you are driving every single day and things are never the same. It's always changing and something always happens. Something always happens when you're driving. Do you ever, like, is it different for you before you get on the road? Do you think um, I need to listen to the news right now because I don't want to drive if I don't know what's happening on the 401? Yes. Yes. I think that all the time, especially if I'm going to take a long trip. Um, so I'll always check the sources that we use when I'm at work. I'll look at that on my own before I'm going to head out. And of course, I will listen to 680 um, when I'm driving, when I'm out there, because I do not, you don't want to be stuck in traffic, especially if you have kids in the car let's say or a baby and you just want to get there and get home so I think everybody should listen uh, to 680 news before they get in their car and while they're in their car it's definitely helpful yeah you know um my husband has ways running and 680 news and the joke is that he's over informed and I'm always like where are we <laughs> yeah so he's over-informed, you're under-informed. <laughs> yes, it's a bad balance. Okay, so let's talk about your career path. How did you end up uh, reporting on traffic? Um, so I started as an intern at 680 News. And, um, you know, I went from, I was doing intern things, writing copy stories, which I love doing. And it's always exciting, right? The first time uh, somebody reads one of the stories you wrote on the air, 
um, the first time you're asked if you can report on a story. Um, so I've done, and then the first time I was asked to do traffic overnights um, while I was interning. So that was exciting as well. And that was, how, so that's how I got started. I was an intern and doing everything that an intern does, reporting, writing, and then they needed a traffic reporter on overnights. And I was like, yeah, I'll try. Sure, why not? Um, so, and then, yeah, from that point, it, I started working overnights and uh, and then I was lucky to have the opportunity to work on breakfast television doing traffic. Um, so that was a, a change and it happened so quickly after I was doing the overnight traffic. It was um, nice to go from overnights to an early morning shift. So yeah, most of my 20s were spent getting up at like 4 a.m. to go do traffic for breakfast television. Uh, but it was great. And then after that, I did um, a lot of entertainment reporting for 680 News. So I covered um, like four or five uh, film festivals in Toronto, which was awesome. And did a lot of junkets and interviews for films with various stars. <laughs> so, like, can we hear about maybe the great one? And if you feel like telling us about a not great one, those interviews <laughs> make me curious. Lots of them were, were great. Um, I, honestly, Ryan Reynolds was probably one of the best ones yeah he was just so kind and very funny um didn't hold anything back you know very open in the conversation that that is what made it great right it's like you're just having a conversation with somebody so he was he was really awesome jake gyllenhaal was actually a pretty fun open interview too um and then yeah you get some some tough ones some tough ones or people who just don't really want to chat they're just not into it they're there because they have to be there but it's all an experience. Um, all of it was, was an experience, right? Running around, going from one point to the next, to the next, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and I used to do a lot of those interviews while still working in the mornings. So again, when you're in your twenties, I guess you can, you don't need that much sleep. So it works out. Uh, but yeah, and doing morning show, I don't think I would ever want to do a different shift now. Like I love doing mornings, um, love doing morning traffic with 680. I just love morning hours now. Yes, because now <laughs> it's like life. I, I joke that life when you're a mom, you have to choose, right? You have to choose the hours you work based on the life you have. Yeah. And the morning hours work better when you have kids that you need to pick up from school or run around and do their extracurricular activities with them. And also just gives you a bit of more, you know, you're already up before them. So you can get so much done before them. You go to work, you do all that stuff, and then you do what you need to do with the kids so you get home. And then essentially, so basically it's like you work your job in the morning and then you just keep working until the nighttime. So there's no, as you know, there's just never a break, but it's good. It's, it's so much fun. And yeah, definitely don't like to complain about it because I do really enjoy it. Well, you, you have three kids. So let's play the, your life in three words game. My life in three words is uh, fun, that's for sure, and chaotic, and uh, interesting. Oh, I like interesting. You know? Okay. They're, they're interesting. They say, they, you know, they say some things <laughs> that make you laugh or that make you think, um, and life is interesting, right? Do you ever think you're going to end up to the point that you're at right now? No, like you don't. Did I think I'd have three kids? No. So it's, it's very, it's taken a turn. It's exciting. 
Oh, three kids. And I think you do such a good job. You know, um, I, I like that you said interesting and I like that you said fun. Um, I had a really funny moment one day where I was talking to someone very serious on a Zoom call and my three-year-old ran in with a cape and his underwear down and said, <laughs> I have to poo. <laughs> and I said, oh. Did you take him? <laughs> I did. I said, I'm sorry, this conversation has to stop. We have a poo emergency. And I had to do it. And it's like funny, like life before, I never would have imagined this was a moment in my life. And now it just makes me laugh. Now it is what it is. Yeah. And that's all you can do is just laugh, you know, and nobody expected to be together all the time, home all the time like this, right? So your Zoom call may not have been that way pre-COVID, but now a Zoom call requires a, a little boy in a cape to come in and ask to go to the bathroom. Absolutely. I've seen some news broadcasters have this happen on TV and I can't help but empathize and laugh. Um, working Moms, can you relate to that show? Um, yes. Yes, I can relate to that show. It's uh, <laughs> maybe not everything in that show, but but uh, yeah, you know, working like when I was, okay, right now I'm maternity leave, so fine, not working. But prior to that, yeah, working and having to work from home with, with the kids at home is so, it was so different, right? Going to work every day and then your kids go to school, they go to daycare that, okay, it's hectic, it's busy, but you can handle it, you do it, you just do it. And uh, you gotta do what you have to do, like you just do it. And, but then when they were home and then you end up having to be working from home, it's a little, it was a little bit different, right? It's a bit more challenging and, and doing schoolwork from home and then working from home and then cooking from home and doing everything. It just, uh, it definitely, it was, it's different, right? So even we just finished virtual learning my daughter just went back to school so I'm like I, I'm I have a laminator now I have like a whole school set up in here ready. for my soon to be four-year-old like it's did I you know it's crazy you just yeah you have to have all your supplies everything ready at home now you know what um I walked into my sister's house and she had a little office set up for her four-year-old Chloe virtual school and it looked like a mini boardroom beside their dining table with a, a little a little iPad a little Ikea desk a little chair and I thought wow kids are doing it differently yeah I think that you are such an inspiration because I kind of have an idea just with two kids of what I have to do in a day but you're at three so kudos to you mama like I I seriously think you're you so hate funny. I'm going to send you a cape. Okay. You're going to get a cape no. in the mail. And just I think all cape. everyone, all moms, all parents, they all need one. Even the kids, everybody. Truly the kids who just keep it full of love. Right. Um, yeah. Let me ask you, what is your biggest career lesson? Um, I think a big career lesson I learned was to definitely, I think you should always try your best to stay true to who you are. You know, don't try to change too much, even if people are trying to get you to change. Um, and I think honesty, like be honest in, in the ro role that you do. I remember um, early on having to, like I was scheduled to go do an interview and it was very last minute and it was with an actor and it was about a movie that they had coming out. And I obviously I hadn't seen the film because I wasn't supposed to do the interview. It was a last minute change. Um, and I was, you know, advised, just tell them you saw the movie you know, don't let them know you didn't see it because then they won't, they'll be, they won't want you to do the interview this, 
you know? And I thought like, uh, I, I don't really want to lie about that. Like, I feel like that's a bad idea to go in there. Like, yeah, I totally saw this when I didn't like, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't feel comfortable. I was like, I'm just going to probably tell them the truth. Like, I'll see how I feel. So when I went in, I just, I just, I couldn't do it. I was like, honestly, I was sent here last minute. I won't lie to you. And uh, I haven't seen the film, but I promise you I've done enough research to, to know what this is going to be all about. And she was like, oh my gosh, don't even worry about it. Like, that's awesome. Like, thank you. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay. So then I felt a lot better that I was just honest and I didn't have to try to lie my way through an interview. So I think that was, uh, that's one lesson I learned is to maybe just stay true to who you are and, and don't, you know, if you think something is off, then don't do it and, and go with what you, you believe in and it'll work out. You know what? That's really good advice. Um, because I, I do believe that it's, you know, sometimes people say it's just business. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's ever just business. I think who you are in business impacts people. So who you are personally impacts people. So keeping it honest, I think is less work than lying. Lying is a lot of work. Yeah, it is. It is. And not even just like being a little bit dishonest. It just takes so much. Yeah. Got to keep all that straight. Forget it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to get caught in your lie. Cool. Like if, if you do your interview and then they find out, oh, like, oh, so you acted like you saw this, but you didn't see it. Or you, you read my book, but you didn't read my book. Like, you know, it's better to just be honest. Good advice. I can't even lie to a three-year-old. You know, I get caught in those. And now I realize like honesty or silence. This yeah. is my, <laughs> so, okay. That's let me true. ask you, um, if you could tell yourself one piece of advice and it was like looking back on your career, if you could have offered yourself some advice um, and something you think you've overcome, you've learned now, what would it be? Hmm. This is a good one. Um, I would tell myself to have maybe more confidence in myself and um, you know, to maybe not always think, Oh, I can't do it. I'm not very good. I won't be very good at that. I would just tell myself, you know, just be more confident. And if you think you can do it, then go full out and do it. And don't um, hold back, right? Try not to uh, hold back out of fear, right? That you think you can't. Um, so that's probably something I would say to myself or anyone who's who's younger and starting out, right? You you always think, oh, I don't know if I can do it. I know maybe I shouldn't even try. Um, so I would just say comp, like trying to be super, super confident when you are working toward a career goal or trying to find your career path. Well, I think that's really good advice. Um, I joke with, you know, I said on a podcast um, earlier that my first podcast interview with someone like that I really looked up to, I really sucked at. And when I listened to it after, I was like, what a wasted opportunity. But I think it's because I didn't have confidence. And I didn't just remember we're all human, right? Like I really made it a scary thing. So thank you. That's really good advice you just gave. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, just think that you, you know, if you go into it thinking I can't do this, I'm not going to be very good, which I do that a lot. I'm always like, oh, I don't think I can do it. I'm probably not that good. So you just want to change your mindset, more positive forward thinking. No, that's really good advice. And you know, what's funny. You don't come off like you don't come off as someone doubting yourself, which I think is really good. You should know <laughs> that's that. Good. I want to okay, share that good. with you. Like, I believe you. You're good. I, I think people close to me, they know. <laughs> close friends or family know. I'm a super, super doubter sometimes, but super doubt. yeah, it's just, uh, you know, you're not, you're, you're just unsure maybe of your skill set or 
how far you can go or up your talent and things happen that make you, you know, you just, no, be confident. That's uh, that's what I would say. Okay. So I, I have um, a fun little kind of a play on words for you. So okay. um, it was Ali Love, the Peloton instructor who said, give yourself a rap name. It's your last name and the food you just ate. Last name and the food you just ate. Okay. <laughs> I haven't even eaten yet today, but um, my last name. So last, Fragiscato's, Fragiscato's Pasta. Because I had pasta yesterday. Or I think it's like a reverse, like Pasta Fragiscato's. And that's your oh, rap name, okay? That's your rap name? Mine is going to be like Pumpkin Papa Ioannou. Because I had some pumpkin puree this morning that I didn't want to eat. Pumpkin Papi. See, that's a cool rap name. That I like. <laughs> I thought, I thought you'd enjoy that one. Okay. So if you could have lunch with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Um, I'm going to say my grandma. I would love to have dinner with my grandmother again. That would be awesome. Aww. She's just a perfectly amazing human. And I think has a lot of stories that I'd like to just hear again. Um, that would be somebody who's passed on that I would like to, to have lunch with. Somebody who's alive that I would like to um, sit down with. Honestly, anybody from the Raptors. Can I sit down with anyone from the Raptors? Can I? That would be awesome. Kyle Lowry, I would love to pick his brain, you know? Oh my God, so would I. I'm such yeah, a I just fan. Feel, yeah, I feel like he'd have, I don't know, a lot to say. That'd be awesome. You know, um, I think I always say this to people who are fellow Raptors fans. I think that basketball players all have interesting stories yeah and you know if we could just put a camera and ask them where did you come from and what was your dream and how did like how did this happen for you and Kyle Lowry is like a smaller basketball player and he's so good yeah yeah Fine. I and like I like both those people the whole and Raptors team yeah <laughs> very cool okay okay so now let me ask you uh, my last question for you is Right now, what are you consuming in terms of either a book, a podcast, or a TV show, but something that our audience could kind of take from you and do if they have nothing left to consume? Okay, the last show that I like just, just watched was Firefly Lane on Netflix. Uh, it's like one of those cute, bingeable girlfriend shows, okay? Um, but it was really good. I Liked started it. watching that. And, yeah, with and I'm at the Heigl. part. Yep, and I'm at the part where Catherine Hagel dies. Does she? But does no, she? See I don't know. You don't know. Yeah, you're going to have to, you'll finish it quickly. That was the last one that I watched that was really good. Oh, you know what was amazing though, honestly, um, that I, and I don't binge shows because I just, I don't have that much time and I'm so tired at night, but uh, I watched I May Destroy You and that show was, was just so amazing. I encourage everyone to watch I May Destroy You. It was, uh, it was so good. I could not stop watching it. Uh, it's just so real and raw. Okay. Amazon um, Netflix. Uh, you can watch it. It's an HBO show. So wherever you find HBO, you can uh, you can watch it on there. But it's just honestly so, so, so good. I've been telling everybody to watch it. Um, oh, that yeah. may destroy you. I may destroy you. I may destroy you. I'm so watching yeah. that. I have a little you, list that I start. You of will likely okay. get through it very quickly. It's okay. super raw real emotional show yeah okay. I, ju I told my cousin about it the other day and she finished it in a day she's oh. like i can't stop i'm like okay I know. it's that okay. good yeah 
That sounds good. And I know HBO does content that I like to pause on and I don't watch a lot of TV because I get it. Who has time yeah. for that? I fall asleep yeah. at 7 p.m. Yeah. So this one will give you something that you need to pause. Like you'll watch it and you won't want to watch anything else after for a while. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Well, Eva, I think you're awesome. And I want- <laughs> I think you're great. Thank you. No, like you're a rock star. Like you're <laughs> what I call a rock star. Okay. Everyone else can pause. Um, Thank you for joining me on Superstar PR. Where can our fans follow you? Where, where do you like to post the most content that you think people would enjoy? Uh, I post a lot on my Instagram. So you can follow me on my Instagram account. It's at Eva Rogerskatos. And awesome. Eva's quite a chef, everybody. She's inspired me to make some new dishes. So check out Eva on Instagram. And hopefully you'll come back and chat with us again because you're a really cool person to chat with. Yeah, we could chat anytime with our coffees. Yeah, yes, right? Because you know, like I'm kind of need like a six one, but I'm converting to decaf now, past five. You have to stop at some point, Nikki. Stop. <laughs> but if I can make you meet um or interview a raptor, I'll do it. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love it. Okay. Love it. Like, I have <laughs> random things that happen to me. So I'll remember that you want to do that. And if I can, I'm listen, you're credible. You're a journalist. I don't want to talk to you. Okay. I'm in. Done. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Sweet. Thanks, Nikki. Thanks for tuning in to Superstar PR. New episodes are available every other Friday. And you know, we would love your feedback. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcast. And be sure to subscribe to Superstar PR on your favorite streaming service and visit www.nikkiinc.ca to sign up for podcast alerts and notifications. Thank you so much for listening.